Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Bastani Studio, John McTavish. How are you guys doing? What's up, guys? Good, man. I, I wish it was breakfast because then I could be drinking coffee from my wonderfully uh, bespoke uh, craft mug that I got from Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust because I love that mug and drinking coffee from it. True. All right, so speaking of, today we are talking about the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Mikarita Black Papasaka. Uh, Corona Gorda, 5 and 5 eighths by 48. Uh, comes out of the Knoxville factory in Nicaragua. Wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf Number 1 Dark. Binder is Mexican San Andreas Negro. Filler is from Nicaragua, Honduras, and Dominican Republic. It is blended by Steve Saka. Price point is $15.95. Cigars released in July of 2023. And we picked these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in the Florida area and near one of the locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar and a libation. But if you are not in the area, you can go to their website or give them a call. Place an order and they will ship it out to you immediately. All right. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with the cigar? Oh, that was good. Um, I, I kind of feel like everything that I look for in a Connecticut broadleaf experience is, is, is here. Um, it's chocolatey. You get really nice mineral backbone. Um, you get like a biscuity kind of sweetness to it. There's it's earthy and leather, uh, and nuts, uh, you know, and, and the pepper delivery is, it's like, it's, it's accented, um, which I like, uh, cause I rather taste more of the like chocolate notes and, and, and like, minerality and things of that nature um very full in terms of body uh, so super vis like viscous on the smoke which is always a great thing when you pair with broadleaf so yeah i thought it was great all right seth what are your thoughts yeah i mean it it's i definitely found that it grew from medium full to full and strengthened body as the cigar progressed um mineral earth rich peppery spices tobacco dry wood um it's, it was a good, it's a good broadly. If it's a lot for me, it's not my thing, but it's, it's good. It, it grew. Um, we'll get to the comparison with like the Saka con. Cause I think it's like night and day a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, strong stick, John. Yeah, uh, I think June said that this, this, like, this is everything I look for in a broadleaf. Um, this is a masterclass of blending broadleaf, you know. Um, and, and the, and the wonderful thing for me is that it, it started out so subdued and I was like, Oh no, like, is this going to be lacking? But it was just like, he doesn't need to punch you in the face with huge flavors out of the gate. So it was like really, really subtle for like the first half an inch to three quarters, like milder, sweet tobacco, graham cracker, mild spices, like no heavy pepper. And then chocolate and leather came through and I'm like, Oh man, this is like, this is really nice. And then everything just kind of popped into place, uh, approaching the halfway point of like same strength level, same consistency. And then I got a little bit of stewed fruit sweetness on the retrohale. And I was like, man, this is so good. Uh, and then the second third was kind of more of the same, just in different proportions. So graham cracker leading off, stewed fruit sweetness, earth, baking spices. Um, and then the last third was kind of sweet earth to lead off with, uh, you know, baking spices, earth, bread, creamy earth. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a really good cigar. 
the sad thing is that I had some construction problems, which is so weird because, you know, this is like, I might be the one guy who had construction problems from Noxa, like, you know, in the last six months, but uh perfect draw, but, um, burn just spontaneously went out for me in the second third and then went out again in the second third. And I'm like, I mean, I know I'm a, a slow smoker, but I, you know, I couldn't put this cigar down. So I was puffing pretty consistently. So I don't know what happened at any rate. Um, this is, this is a good cigar. Uh, I'm glad I have more of these. I look forward to smoking more of these. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is going to start with a full-body delivery of toasted oak, dark earth, baker's chocolate, and baking spice. I uh, got some meatiness that joined in a bit later, and then some creaminess a little further along. Uh, second, there's all the baker's chocolate and creaminess depart. And the final, there's all the toast level increase and some wood bitterness join in. Uh, construction was absolutely perfect for me, so no uh, issues there. Um, nice flavor profile through the first two-thirds. Uh, had an enjoyable flavor combination. Uh, final third dropped off a bit. Um, kind of got that peppery meat. Uh, flavor through the second third, which was rep- reminiscent for me of uh, Sober Mesa. One of the th- really things I like about that blend as well. Um, definite step up for me over the Socket Con. Uh, this thinner ring gauge, you know, had a nice concentration of the flavor delivery. Um, but with how heavy the cigar is, it's probably not going to be a frequent smoke for me. Um, but it's definitely one I'd come back to when I'm looking for that heavy, darker kind of flavor profile. But I just couldn't do this like on any kind of a regular basis. So, but that it's not saying it's, you know, it's not a not a good cigar because it is so um just not something you can do a lot of for me uh all right let's get into the scores we're going to start at the top with june at 7.17 john gave it a 6.87 i gave it a 6.82 and seth gave it a six even so june had that 7.17 measure for you really good um i'd love to smoke it again i love the size um yeah really good all right john 6.87 yeah, it's it's low because it had a construction issue, so it really should be, I think, right at that seven mark. Um, and that's where it is in my head because I'm like, you know, this is going to be one of the better cigars of the year for me, for sure. Uh, so score is a little low, but that's construction-related flavor. It's a seven. Aaron? Yeah, my 6.82 matches up well. Uh, flavor profile is good to the first two-thirds, fell off a little bit in the final third. Perfect construction, gets it up near the seven mark. Definitely one of the top cigars of the year for me as well. Uh, Seth, six even. Oh, just here to ruin that and bring it all down. So, yeah. no, listen, it's it, it's um, you know, it, it. I smoked it and I looked at it. I was like, "Is this his dirty rat?" So I wondered if it just kind of had that vibe to it. Um, I I, I want somewhere between this and SakaCon. So wherever this, mm. if if he lands in the middle, yeah, I'll probably score that one super high and just have also a Vitola. That's probably not. A Corona Gorda, you know, if he does yeah. like a Lonsdale or like a Husky Lonsdale, something in the middle of every category, I'll probably score it really high. There you go. There you go. Uh, any other final thoughts? Yeah, if this. So I was looking for, I mean, when he announced this, I was like, okay, this, like, this is what I was expecting out of you, not the SakaCon. Um, and, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that really like the SakaCon, but to me, these, this compared to the soccer con is just, it's, it's not even in the same weight class. Like it's so much better of a cigar, um, which is unfortunate because, you know, I think he makes really good cigars and I, I wanted to like the soccer con, but it just, it, it's just not the same. It doesn't even taste like it's the same tobacco. Like it's, this is so much more complex. I don't know what else to say. 
I guess I'm out on limb by myself. No, no, I I, I do. I think it's a better stick. I just also have to run to the bathroom. I'm not going to lie to it. So (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you that it's, it, it, it is, it's almost like, why are they both meek Rita black? That's right. what I don't about it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I mean, Mr. Broadleaf number one it, dark. That's why I know, but it doesn't make sense. Like it, when you the, smoke the, the profiles two, are so right, different. They're, they're different. They're really different. It's like you've kind of. I, I get like at the same time you can't make a Saka Khan smoke like this. Like I don't think no. that smoke. You you die. You die after but the first third. You'd have you nicotine found, poisoning. Yeah, you'd have to do something in the middle. But yeah, <laughs> John's right. But you can't smoke. You can't make a sock account like this. Don't think. No, No, you can't. You can't smoke that shit. (laughs) Um, you know he's um he's just like, I feel like at this point Steve's just like I'm gonna put out a new cigar, smoke it if you like, but you're probably gonna like it. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's true. Like whatever he puts out now at this point, I'm like, it's probably gonna be good. I'm probably gonna like it. Uh, because he's got way more hits than misses at this point, other than the big the big ring gauge stuff. So, oh, uh, when is he gonna step away from Broadleaf? Like, well, he's gonna have to because it's at some point you have to, right? Well, because there's no Broadleaf you, left, right? Like, Broadleaf is first of all, it's like I don't know if he's gone through all his inventory, but he's got to be, he's got to be running up on a time when he's thinking like, shit, I've only got you know. You can always go back to infuse Connecticut shades, you know. <laughs> No, it's just the it's just the glue, June. Oh, um, right. Sorry, that's what I meant. I'd like to see what he could do with a dark habano. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's the kind of guy who could take on dark habano and make it not a a spice bomb. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone's going to be able to do that, I feel like he could he no, could do I, a really I good job. I want to see him, it. you know, work with non broadleaf and see how he blends. Well, you know what you should you do, Jim? Win. You guys can continue. I got to run, though. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Got Seth's got to poop. Right. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know what you got to do, Jim? Is you got to come with me to the uh, PCA trade show in March. And we'll sit down with him, as we do. And we'll have a conversation and say, you know, exactly that. What rap are you going to go with? Steve, it's time to step away from Broadleaf. Just let, just yeah. let it go. Just let it go. I wonder what he'll say. He's probably going to be like... He'd probably know. be like, I've already been working on a project. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nothing comes, nothing comes out that all that good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Wherever you guys are watching this, be sure to like and subscribe and check out the full written review on the website, developmentpals.com. Follow us on all the social media channels and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.